Chicago. Good morrow, world. We are Midsummer Flight, and this is Summercast. Hey, Margaret. Hey, Jules. <laughs> Welcome back. Hi. Happy end of June. Happy end of June. Happy almost 4th. When you're hearing this, Ooh. it will almost most certainly be July. Maybe even the 4th of July. The 4th of July. So, happy 4th of July to you all. Yes. How has the summer been treating you thus far, Margaret? Great. I've had, like, the most change I've ever had in my entire life Whoa. in the last month. That's true. It's, but it felt like... It's felt very good and exciting, and yeah. Because, like, you've already moved out of your parents' house, but now you've moved out of your parents' vicinity. Yes, so I'm no longer... <laughs> oh, thank God. I'm no longer living in Wrigleyville. Um, I'm no... Yeah, so that's been really awesome. I live in Bucktown now, which is super trendy, I'm learning. The traffic must be better. It's so much better. <laughs> and um, I have a new job... So I'm no longer driving up to Evanston. I'm just oh, okay. like blue line girl. A blue line girl. I'm a blue line girl. <laughs> and um, for the most part, I like it. I've learned, though, that the blue line doesn't come as often. Yeah. But once you're on it, you're like good to go. You know what? I, I'm, maybe I'll make some enemies, but I despise the blue line. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, it all, that is the only train that goes to those neighborhoods. That's like, true. The, you don't so have an option. It's, it's, it's significantly more crowded than yeah. the, red and, uh, the red and brown lines and the purple lines. So it's like... And I often hear people that live in your neck of the woods that they feel the same about the red line. So I think yeah. it's just like... A, well, it's a shame I'll never see you again because you're on the west side. I know, so. but you have to you have to come to my apartment. It's oh, just man. like such a big girl apartment. And I'm down the street from a public pool and it's like the oh god how tempting a public pool <laughs> wow on a day like this margaret who knows me so well knows that i want nothing more but to take a dip in a public pool <laughs> that's exactly my mo oh, when i live like literally three blocks from a beach oh. i'm gonna go okay, to you're gonna pull out the beach Bucktown oh, to go to a private a public pool. Not even a private pool. A public yeah. pool. Yeah. Sorry, you made my sedity come out, like, real quick. Just I totally did. But you know what? You made some valid points, and um, I'll never see you again. Um, so, yeah, there's that. I work for Grand Park Music Festival now. I'm doing marketing for them this summer. Excellent. Um, so those are two big... I closed clearing. So I opened and closed clearing within the month of June. Very nice. Which was awesome. And I'm kind of taking... I'm doing a play fest tonight, but then after that, I'm kind of taking a break for the month of July. Just well, like, that's good. Then in terms of auditions, just being like pickier about like the things I say yes to and stuff. Do you feel like you're saying yes too often? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I do. <laughs> I just really like doing a lot of things. Right. I, I really do, and I love every project that I've taken on in the sure. last in the months that I felt this way. But it's it's time to just like start taking care of you. And like I feel like when you commit to so many things, it's hard to commit a hundred percent. That's true. And it's like I don't like to be that person that is isn't committing a hundred percent. You know. I think when I first moved out here, my inclination was to take literally every project that yeah. would like kind of saddle down the street which i think is smart when you're starting right but after a while you have to i think you have to protect yourself a little bit more yeah because it just gets taxing when you're like juggling a day job and right then you have like your social life right. and then you have this um theater life it's right. like gets to be a lot it definitely does, definitely <laughs> does. so yeah that's me life is good what's up with you talk about rnj i, I want to hear about it <laughs> yeah we're open i actually today as we're recording this is our last performance which is sad but um we unfortunately had to cancel a lot of shows due to the um heat wave chicago <laughs> has been experiencing oh these goodness, last couple yeah. of weekends um, I feel like I'm in a sauna, just 24-7. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess as long as I'm inside. Me of something. <laughs> All this sweat coming out of my body, it better be like, it better be some sort of trend, you know? Well, it's probably good for you, I imagine, a little bit of heat, a little bit of sweat. I don't know. I hope so. Maybe. It's weird because Chicago is so cold and the winter is so hot in the summer. It's like we don't have a lot of in-between time to enjoy. But, um... I don't mind it too much. It's a bummer that we had to cancel shows. Yeah, absolutely. But, the you know, world. it's probably better than people having heat stroke at the end of the day. So, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, but I think we've been doing a pretty good job. I think people have liked it. It's been a lot of fun. Great. Um, I'll be sad to see it go, but I'm How's ready Mercutio to... How's Mercutio going? Mercutio's going great. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I love, I, I love that guy. I think 
it's like of the parts I've played, I was telling somebody this the other day that Mercutio is one of my favorites and then Toad from A Year with Frog and Toad. Oh. If I could like play two roles for the rest of my life, it would probably be one of those two. Those are, those are great. <laughs> I feel like they both take very little effort for me to like transform because they both live sort of in my rhythm. Yeah. So it's, no, it's comforting I mean, I don't, in a way. I don't know Toad. Can't say that I'm real. Oh, you're not a fan <laughs> of like, no, the... Uh, no, I like don't know that story as well is really what I mean. Um, well, that's because you're not eight. Yeah, true. But in terms of like Mercutio, I totally, I totally feel that. Well, Toad was sort of like a grumpy old man. Oh, okay, then that. <laughs> then, yeah, that's you all over. Oh, yeah, okay. Famously. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, two Gents of Verona. Two Gents of Verona, Midsummer Flight. Thoughts, presents. feelings. Okay, this is a hard play. Yeah. It's a hard play. Yes. Um, there's a lot of issues with it. I Elaborate. Think. Well, just the whole dynamics between the two women and the two men. Right. The way they treat the women. It's kind of this weird, like, Proteus, if you read it, for me, like a certain angle, I'm, I, I'm definitely thinking that the Midsummer Flight one is going to have a lot of insight on this. But like the Proteus and Julia relationship, how he kind of leaves her, falls in love, and is like, JK, yeah. JK, JK, you my girl, at the end of it. <laughs> it's like just kind of, ugh. It's yeah, just it's rough. Gross. Yeah. But the one thing that I love about this play is mm. um, the, the female relationship in this. Oh, really? You have Julia, who, um, you know, is dressed up. She's disguised as a man, as you do in Shakespeare plays. As one does. As one does. And she has the ring that um, she gave Proteus before he left, that Proteus is now given to her, mm -hmm. dressed as the boy, to give to Sylvia now, Okay, right? I, I'm with you. Does that make sense? Yes. <laughs> and she meets Sylvia, and she's like, ah, oh, crap, this girl's really cool. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. And she, like, tries to pick her apart. Like, she has this portrait, and she's like, well, I want the, I'm just as beautiful as her. Like, are you kidding me? And then Sylvia comes in, and she's like, I don't want, I don't want that ring. Like, I know that his former love gave that to him. Like, yeah. no, like, that's disgusting. Like, that poor girl. And Julia has this moment of, like, ah, crap, I, I can't, I can't even hate her. I can't pick her apart. <laughs> I tried. You're beautiful. You're really cool. Like, ugh. It, it, it's in, it's cool because you don't you don't see that. Yeah. You don't see that. There, it, especially in, like, modern film, contemporary film. And obviously there's, like, a new wavement, or new wavement, a new movement, wave of movement. Sure. Can't speak. Okay. Um, we got that. That kind of rebel, is rebelling against the idea. But this, like, women against women catfight between... I don't even like to say catfight. I don't even... That's, an, that's another package deal when you say those terms but over in men in particular yeah it's that was is such a like a theme that you see and and two gents doesn't do that if it does anything well it, it it's it shows women not against each other which is I love cool yeah. yeah so i'm excited for this one despite the the problems with it. Well, yeah, and I think actually that brings up a lot of insight that um, when I I go on scene, I go on location right, yes. to uh, Gross Park to interview some of the cast. Um, Amy Malcolm, who we've had on the show before. Ooh, love her. <laughs> She's the best. I have a second to sit down with her, and she actually elaborates on how they dealt with some of that stuff. Oh, that yeah. you're talking about directly, yeah. Cool. So that will be um, something interesting to look forward to. When um, can everyone go out to see... Two gents. So they can go. So we're actually they added a new park this year. Yes. So they they added a park in the South Loop at Chicago Women's Park and Garden, but their opening is actually July seventh at Lincoln Park. Oh, so exciting! Next week. Lincoln Park opening. Lincoln Park opening, and so they play next weekend, the seventh and the eighth in Lincoln Park, and then they're going to move to Gross Park, which is one of my favorites oh, over it's a on park. Lawrence. Yeah, just yeah. west of Western, and that's July fourteenth, fifteenth, twenty first, twenty second. And they go to Tui, which is like the OG, as you know, <laughs> the original park yes. that they were at, on July 28th, 29th, and then August 18th and 19th. And then they are in Chicago Women's Park and Garden for the first, looks like two weekends of August. <laughs> so basically, you can, you can go back to Lincoln Park, August 25th, 26th. So they opened July 7th and closed August 26th. <laughs> Um, All this you, information. If you didn't catch that <laughs> yes. whole spiel that I just so like so eloquently said. I thought it was lovely. Um, so yeah, July seventh to August twenty sixth, and there are four parks that they're playing at, 
Every park will be a different experience. Go do it more than once if you have the time. Absolutely. All that information is going to be um, at yeah. midsummerflight.com. Figure all. out where you can catch us this summer. It's going to be a great summer. It's going to be a great show. I was out there. They're working really hard on yeah. it. And as always, we're presenting this free to right. the public. So we have uh, free tickets. Mm -hmm. um, we have multiple locations. We're playing, I would say... All summer? All summer. <laughs> I and would say all Saturdays summer. Saturdays at 6 p.m. and Sundays at 2 p.m. And typically the shows are what, like an hour and a half to two hours? Yeah, it's that? quick. It's quick Super Shakespeare. Quick. Bring a picnic. Come out to the park. Yeah, so bring you're a picnic. not going to want to miss it. This is going to be. It's going to be great. Great. Absolutely. And if you were able to catch, you know, Hamlet last summer, this is going to be completely different in terms of tone, obviously. <laughs> so if you're able to see, like, you know, the tra a tragedy, it's time to see a comedy. Come hang out. Yeah, we tend to, like, flip-flop uh, tragedy and right. comedy every year. Right. So if last year was too heavy for you, yes. check us out this year. But if you like the way they did, like, the music in Hamlet... We're like, going to have live music again. Be, there's, be, all those yeah. elements are going to be back and um, better than ever. So Better than ever. And there's some come. new faces here. we got some new faces, absolutely. See? And I get to meet some of those new faces. Um, coming up and you're going to be introduced to some of them some new and old faces um so look out for that as i go out into the heat wave the heat wave to interview the cast of two gents the heat wave might still be affecting me <laughs> it got a little rough there stay at the end of that folks. sentence stay hydrated folks <laughs> well margaret thank you as always for as always. joining me um to all of our listeners out there Good in Chicago. Good, Good in world. Hello. I'm out here in Gross Park. It is a bright, sunny, some would say oppressively sunny day. And I'm watching the cast of Two Gents at their rehearsal. I'm seeing their set all up. They have some purple flags set up. It looks very official and very royal. I'm going to see if I can grab a couple of them for a quick interview to talk about their process out here in the parks. I'm here with Robin Minkins. Yeah, what's up? Hey, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm really good. Thank you for um, sitting down with me for a second. For you sure. guys are on a quick break before you start your run, so I grabbed you as people are running off to harvest time to use the facilities yeah. and hydrate. Yeah. Are you hot enough? Oh, I am definitely <laughs> hot and perspiring. <laughs> oh, and hopefully this is only for your rehearsals, and when you guys actually start your show, it'll be a little cooler for you. Hopefully. My sweat is keeping me a little cool, too, though. <laughs> This um, summer has been unpredictable yeah. so far. We've gone from like days that feel like fall to um, this, yeah. where we feel like we're on the sun. Yeah, the sun and the Holy Ghost and Spirit. <laughs> Who are you playing for us this summer? I will be playing the host, which I named her Dion. Dion the host? Yes, her Excellent. name is Dion. And then I'm playing an outlaw. I named her Iris. Excellent. Watch out for them bad, bad chicks. Bad chicks? Yes, okay. watch out for those chicks. <laughs> Are you doing some uh, fighting for us? Yeah, some sword play. Excellent. It's going to go down. And that was um, choreographed by Chris Smith and Maureen, Maureen Yesko. Yeah, they're yes. dope. They're really dope. Excellent. Power couple. Yeah, absolutely really a power cool. And they yeah. keep it so cool and professional, and then they snap right back. You see the love, yeah. then it's like right back to business. <laughs> I love That's it. That's dope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have you done a lot of fight choreography? Um, a little when I studied abroad in Russia, did some fencing. Studied in Russia? You just dropped that in there yeah. very slightly. That's amazing. It was cool. It yeah. was different. <laughs> was there for three months. Three months. Yep. Learned something about a different culture. Absolutely. Food was good. Like their pierogies. Okay. It's nice. Do you speak any Russian? I just remember, um, um, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I was ready for like you to drop some Russian on me. I was ready too until my brain wasn't. That's was fine. Like, ah. But you know, I bet if you go back there, it'll like all come back yeah, to you. Yeah, they'll come back because I remember having to say mojna and point if I wanted something to eat. Really? So if I wanted to eat, I had to speak. So yes, definitely. Very nice. Did you um were you like at a university mm -hmm. or we nice. studied at Mahat. Okay. Um, the Mahat Theater School where Stanislavski was birthed. Oh my goodness. It was really dope. And that sounds amazing. Different. The students were welcoming and everything. And was it super cold? 
Um, actually, no. We. I always think of Russia as being very cold, but I don't know if that's a myth or what it's actually. I think it's a myth. Yeah. It's pretty similar to America. Okay. Like, it didn't start getting cold until like January, and we were gone by then. Oh, nice. So we went to the in the fall, so very it was okay. Nice. Yeah. How did um, studying in Russia help prepare you to play in the parks with us this summer? Well, I will say that it helped with my physicality because I awesome. couldn't understand. We saw so much theater where we couldn't understand what they were saying. Yeah. So we just had to look at their body movement. Oh, to that's try right. to get to get the idea of what they're really trying to tell us. I and love so that. So <laughs> watching it like that was very helpful. Yeah. Like under text, subtext, all that work was there. I feel like that was the main thing. Through I the took body, away. that's yeah. huge. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. How, do you have a favorite park so far? I definitely love Chicago Women's Park. I've it's never beautiful. been there. What's it like? It's a garden, and it has yeah. like a mini stage with three little steps. But it's oh, an actual steps. stage. Yeah. That's it's, so nice. Yeah, it's really sweet. And it's beautiful scenery. It's next to the Sh soccer um, federation or whatever it is. It's really popular. When I catch the show, I think that's where I want to yeah. see it at. I mean, Lincoln Park is dope too, but Chicago Women's Park is where it's at. And it's shady. So yeah. On a hot day. Excellent. Yeah, that's that's really important. Nice. Very nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you most looking forward to this summer? I'm looking forward to meeting more people in this community. Yeah. Because after leaving college, you know, you, it's just different. The grass is definitely greener, I'm saying. Yeah. So I'm just really excited to meet and network. That's awesome. Yeah, a yeah. lot of people come out to these things. You see a lot of people from the community. Yeah. You guys have like a big imprint in these parks because you're rehearsing in these parks yeah. like every week. Yeah. So and yeah. people are just walking by like, what are they doing over there? <laughs> what are they doing indeed? <laughs> yeah. And you know, the people, some people never seen theater and they're like, yeah. okay. Maybe I should try it out, and it's free. The fact that this is free. It's huge. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing. Good. Yeah. Well, I'm so excited for you Thanks. to go on this journey with us this summer. Thank you. Everyone, look out for Robin and two gents. I'm going to let her get back to rehearsal, and maybe I can steal another castmate. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Robin. Thank you. <laughs> Hey guys, I got Shanna Sweeney, who's I think playing some lovely music for the show. Yeah, I'm, I'm helping out. Uh, yes. I, I shake an egg shaker and I play the melodica. You shake your egg shaker? Yeah, as yes. best as I can. What is a melodica? A melodica <laughs> is a tiny little keyboard that you blow air into and that's what makes the sound of the keyboard. That's crazy. We have a good time. I've never heard of that before. Yeah. And it sounds just like a real, like yeah, a real keyboard. Yeah, look it up on YouTube. There's like a bunch of channels with people playing playing it so Melod how long have you played the melodica <laughs> uh, since i got uh the first music rehearsal so you know awesome a month, a you're trained for this show specifically yeah i'm such a professional <laughs> i love that no that's perfect <laughs> do you, did you play piano before yes i did okay. play piano i play a little bit of alto saxophone what? and i'm teaching myself the ukulele so you know multi-talented i love that also yeah. i've never learned how to play an instrument it's one of my regrets it's in life. never too late I, that's my motto i think that's true i think you still have time there's certain things I was talking about um, actually with Lakeisha yeah. um, last week when we were walking home I told her that I never learned how to ride a bike um, and I feel have like you like yet have you learned no oh. because I feel like I'm past the date I think for some things there is an expiration date that if you haven't learned how to do this thing by now embrace those training then wheels, it's over just ride down Lakeshore Drive <laughs> it's like you. it's like you have to learn how to ride a bike by junior high yeah you have to learn how to swim by probably high school probably and if you don't do those things then it's over for you you just yeah. don't get to do those things but I I feel like the expiration date for learning music is much further along. I think so. Yeah, so yeah, I you might hear still be able to like do it. eighty picking up instruments. So yes, I say you do. You. I'd love to do the drums. The, dr the drums is on my bucket list. Violin is on my bucket list. Yes. Basic guitar would be great. <laughs> you know everything. I guess. Where did this passion for music come from? I I've always loved to sing. I'm a singer too. I love um, it. And then my parents just you know decided to put me in piano lessons because my mom okay. did when she was younger and she just thought it would be a good skill to have. So Absolutely. just kind of ever since I was little. Just, and music's, uh, I love music, so yeah. listening to it, playing it, so I think it's just, you know, a, a passion. <laughs> Is Shakespeare also one of your passions? Yes, I love Shakespeare. Excellent. I was fortunate enough to um, be uh, in a class when I was in, like, middle school and high school up in yeah. Milwaukee with First Stage Children's Theater. Are you from Milwaukee? I'm from Milwaukee, oh, yeah. I love Milwaukee. Oh, it's wonderful. Excellent. Yeah, shout out to the peeps. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they were so great. I had wonderful teachers who instilled that love of Shakespeare and theater in me at a young age, and Excellent. it's just grown and grown ever since. Is this your first show outside? Oh, Shakespeare uh, show outside? No, I was in um, Measure for Measure. 
Treasure outside in Oklahoma City oh, with nice. their Shakespeare in the Park. So this oh, okay. would be number two. Nice, yeah. nice. And how is Chicago comparing? Uh, I love it. Uh, surprisingly, uh, especially today, it's warmer, I think, than it was it in Oklahoma. It is a little warm, which, you know, isn't it? Expect. It's a little hot. <laughs> um, but it's good. Like, the cast has been really wonderful. So both were great experiences in their own ways. So Excellent, fun. excellent. What are you most looking forward to? For this show? Yeah. Uh, I think seeing the audience just in yeah. all the different parks, just seeing who comes out and performing a show for them, I think it's a great opportunity for people who may not have seen Shakespeare before to get a taste of it. Absolutely. And we've got a really fun show, so I hope they enjoy it. Do you have a favorite park so far? Uh, the Chicago Women's Park. Is so far the winner it's, of that question. Yeah, so it's far. a gorgeous park. They have like a little built-in stage, and it's it's a naturally shaded for those listening. So if yes. you're looking for just natural shade, no umbrella necessary, uh, come to that park. Excellent. And it's in a cute little area. Yeah. It was my first time being out there, so perfect, I think we had a winner. Perfect. Uh, very nice. Very nice. Yeah. Awesome. Now, who are you playing for us this uh, summer? I'm playing Lucetta, uh, best friend of Julia. I'm yes. playing out, an outlaw, and I'm a musician. Oh, so okay. we're in a couple You got packs. your hands full. Yeah, it's been Absolutely. a lot of fun. Absolutely. Good. You get to do some stage combat? A little, yes. I wield the quarterstaff, so if you want to see how staff. that ends, uh, come see the show. Uh, we have a lot of fun. <laughs> We've got a rapier, uh, two daggers, and a quarterstaff, so come see how that all comes together. Very nice. Yeah, I caught a little bit of your fight rehearsal before yeah. I started recording. It looks like you guys were doing we some good stuff. We feel pretty badass, I think. So. You We've should. had wonderful fight directors. Uh, Maureen and Chris have been wonderful, so thank you to them. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. Awesome. Well, Miss Sweeney, we are looking so much forward to... So much forward? We're looking so forward. Yeah. <laughs> what am I saying? We're happy to do the thing. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you might be experiencing the first sign of my heat stroke. Um, <laughs> we're all breaking down. As these interviews go on, I might become less and less coherent. Yeah. We are looking forward to seeing you perform this summer. Awesome. Thank, thank you, you so for much. taking a second to sit down with me. I'll let you get back to rehearsal. Sounds great. See you later. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Hey guys, I'm here under my tree with Nick Vialone. <laughs> I've been um, stealing actors from rehearsal and whisking them away to under my tree. I'm getting some dirty looks from the actors. I might be too loud. <laughs> we'll see. But it's only Lakeisha and she doesn't matter. Hey Nick, how are you? You matter in this moment. Oh, thank you. I'm good. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm very good. I'm very good. Are you um, keeping cool? I am. I am. I, I could not be happier doing this production and the roles I'm playing and the yeah. stuff I'm doing in here. It's pretty great. Yeah. What roles are you playing? I'm playing uh, Pantino and then Outlaw 2. So uh, Pantino is, you know, the servant of the Duke, who is um, Julia's, not Julia, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Actually, no, yeah, Julia and Sylvia, she plays both, but yeah. specifically Julia's uh, father. Oh, okay. Um, so essentially, like, it's just funny how there's like polar opposites of Pantino, yes. uh, you know, he, he's a servant, so he just does his duty. So he right. really does know all. He just to do your job and that's it. Yes. Like no nonsense. But he also like Tino means little so that he's, oh. he's also really young. He's very naive and stuff like that. <laughs> so uh, he's very, he's very jealous of Proteus, all the things that he gets. And Pantino, I, I come across like he's very grateful for his job as well. Cause right. he comes from like the slums of Italy. Okay. Uh, and so. Um, after making all this trek, he just sees this spoiled child, you know, yeah. complaining about everything that he has to do for his <laughs> duty. And I'm just sitting here, like, breaking my back. And I'm like, this is just what, what you do. And then I come back as Outlaw 2. Um, or actually, I'm, I'm sorry, backtrack with Pantino. He plays the mandolin. So that's oh, the one okay. thing that, like, he, he can do outside of his job. Or yeah. he kind of feels like he's the master. Uh, of the mandolin. Yeah. Because we have a mandolin, we have a guitar, and mm. Shanna plays... Uh, he, she plays the, uh, oh my gosh, I Oh, that um, that that keyboard thing. She was telling me about it. A melodica. The melodica. Yeah, melodica. Yeah. Absolutely. So you guys have yourself a little band working. Out yeah, there. yeah, definitely. And we also, uh, um, Proteus over there plays the shaker as well. But it's just so funny. The shaker. We, yeah, it's so funny how like she's, he's just trying to steal the attention from Sylvia and stuff like that. <laughs> and then I come back as Outlaw too, where I get to fight and stuff like that. And Outlaw, I I play with the 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 concept of Outlaw too, like too like you know he's has very split personality he's like oh. i kind of think of the outlaws as like the highness from lion king yes and, and i love that outlaw 2 is kind of you know the the deranged one who can't really talk oh that was what was that one's name was I it i can't remember i think it was ed, ed was yeah he's definitely ed yes. uh so um i mean he can he can speak and stuff like that but for the most part like everything is all an act like he pretends to be strong but then you find that he's just some big yeah. old scary security cat his head's in the clouds you've really personally this outlaw. I really have, yeah. I just I love I love the dichotomy of the two, like Pantino and then Outlaw. Yeah. Outside of the law, Pantino knows all, which is do your job. Like right. you know, you get to of... play like range in here. That's yeah, all yeah, it is really great, and I get to, to fight, and yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, and get... you have to go back on stage. Yes, I do. 
I had to move blocks, but it was a really great talk. It's great to talking you, yeah. to you too. I'm looking forward to seeing your Outlaw and your Pantuna. Have a great rehearsal. Thank you. Take care. <laughs> Hey, I'm here with Jack Morsevillo. Did I do that right? Yes, Morsevillo. Perfect. <laughs> I was. Yeah. I'm gonna start by complimenting you. I was just watching that scene, and you have a great voice out oh, here for the park. Thank you. Yes, thank it you. carries very it. nicely. I'm a very loud person. I try my best. You know, <laughs> what's well, loud and it's supported. And I think yeah. that's what's important. Yeah. Is you. this your first show um, outside? Yeah, this is my first. Actually, this is my first um, time performing anything outside. Um, my yeah. first time with Midsummer Flight. Um, but yeah, it's it's different. It's new. Yes. I like it. It's How's it been fun. so far? So far, so good. Everyone's super supportive. Good. Um, and the the show is obviously it's it's fun just to, to get out here and stuff and just Absolutely. to do it in the park it's it's a nice communal environment people stop yeah. by and watch it's just really isn't great. it nice yeah it's really great I love it yeah sometimes you'll have some children running through your scenes we so had be a very few. Yes. yeah with the musicians we uh, when we're ready to play they'll want to pick up our guitars and they'll oh, play, good. play with us you know, <laughs> we had a little girl sit and like look at the audience like she was part of the band which I thought was great uh, so that's happened a few times she's but, cast yeah, perfect she's, cast. Yeah, she's in the show yeah, yeah. But it's, it's been it's been great what instruments do you play for us I play guitar in the show excellent um, and so I play the the little love song in the middle that I sing to Sylvia oh, and then we nice. play interludes throughout the show excellent. Uh, beginning and the end so do you only play guitar or do you play more um, instruments in your life oh in my life yes. I play um, a little bit of bass okay um, and I play uh, drums and piano a little bit. So. That's awesome. Mostly guitar, though. I was just talking to Shannon, and she was talking about all the different instruments she plays. Yeah. It feels like if you learn one, you pick up a yeah, couple you others can pick too. Up a few others. Piano was like one that I just kind of picked up because I knew guitar a little bit. Yeah. And bass, obviously, from learning guitar. But I started out as a drummer. I used to hit things when I was a kid, you know, and <laughs> hit drums. As and kids are known to do. As kids do. are known to do. Yeah. Is that your favorite? Uh, no. Well, guitar is my favorite. I've been playing for 15 years. Excellent. So I've, just, I've been. So I'm playing in bands on and off, so I just, oh, it's nice. nice to marry the two things. You know? Do you write any of your own music? Some, some. I, I, I write a little bit. Um, not too many lyrics, but I usually just write music. But yeah. yeah. Who did the music for this show? Do you know? Uh, Elizabeth Renfro. Oh, uh, excellent. Wrote, that makes sense. Yeah, she wrote <laughs> the, um, the melody uh, that's in the middle of the show, and the three of us collaborated on uh, the instrumentation of it, and we excellent. sort of like, we took her bass idea with the melody, and we evolved it a little bit. And so it was kind of a collaboration between the four of us. How exciting. Yeah. That's a lot of fun. Elizabeth is amazing. Oh yeah, she's great. Yeah, we met in her apartment a few times before rehearsal, so yeah. for the read-through, we had the song ready to go so when we did the oh, read through we were performing. how huge is that yeah, really i cool. love it yeah. and who are you playing for us this summer i'm playing Thurio. um Thurio is a young uh foppish rich <laughs> man uh in milan <laughs> and he is in love with uh sylvia well, who, and he, who wouldn't be amy who wouldn't malcolm be. <laughs> yeah, who wouldn't be? Amy Malcolm, she's amazing um but i yeah he's, he's in love with her and he's promised to her in marriage and then all of a sudden valentine comes in gotcha. and, and, and they fall in love so my Hilarity character the whole show is trying to thwart those <laughs> so he's yeah he's, he's a little oh, poor bit, guy you know i mean yeah he's he has his ups and downs but uh, I, I think he's a sympathetic person well i think you have to, yeah, I think I have to yeah. but um but yeah so he tries to woo her with a song he tries to do different things but it's it's a, it's a good time to try to it's a good time being a little bit pitiful on stage you know it's, yeah. it's a lot of fun yeah. <laughs> how fun what are you most looking forward to um, doing as you guys are marching towards opening yeah um i'm most looking forward to just doing this in front of like a park audience because i'm so used to doing it in front of an audience that you know is in a theater and they pay for tickets and they come in and do yeah. the thing but this is gonna be so different because like the community is really gonna come out and just watch they really do um, it's and, amazing yeah and i'm looking forward to um just performing this show and playing the music in front of people yeah and yeah i just i love like the, the tech is my, like my favorite time of a process because everything finally like, comes together really to, not a lot of it. actors say that tech is their I favorite time <laughs> well i know a lot of designers that would not say that well <laughs> that's <laughs> also true that. but no it's my favorite time because it just it, everything comes together and it finally feels like yeah. the show you know so i'm really looking forward to performing and you guys have a few more like tech elements than when I used to do Midsummer Flight. Yeah. We had, I think, three boxes, and yeah. this has since evolved to several boxes and yeah. flags. And yeah, we got a lot of cool stuff. We have some lights that they're going to be throwing on, I believe. You guys um, have lights. Yeah, we have a li little, some little. little oh, you lucky, lucky um, people. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's great, and the, everyone helps with the setup and takedown of everything, so it's a lot of fun. Yeah, um, not yeah. a bad way to spend a summer. No, it's a great way to spend a summer. Excellent. Well, <laughs> thank you so much for uh, taking some time out of your rehearsal to no chat problem. with me. No We're looking forward to seeing you in the show. All right. All sure. right. Yeah, definitely. I hope y'all come out. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Amy was just complimenting my nails. I'm doing a rose gold situation. Look at my nails. Your nails? Stubby little nails. Well, there's a little bit of white there. Is that polish or is that just no, part of your body? That's just part of my body. I'm filing. I file too hard. Oh, okay. Do you um do you like do you do, like scrub with the um 
Oh no, you know file like filing papers. <laughs> no. I can't stand you. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? It's real because I file a lot of papers for my job too, and I'm constantly breaking them, yeah. picking up stacks of paper. So it's a miracle that they're this long. When you don't have um, nails to break, they just like turn white. They just turn white. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I need to probably cut these because they're getting to the point no, where I can't really perform normal tasks anymore. Oh, like putting on pants? Putting on pants can be difficult, yeah. um, especially if I drop any change whatsoever. Oh, it's lost. It's gone. It's lost. So I just don't have change anymore. And you know, <laughs> if I drop a penny, bye. Yeah, bye. <laughs> bye, yeah. penny. I mean, pennies are basically garbage anyway. Well, yeah, I think you need to change your thought process on change. You don't need change. You need to have beautiful nails. <laughs> I'm, my, I'm my own change. <laughs> That's me snapping. Yes. No, we're not here really to talk currency. We're here to talk to gents. Are we though? It's, yes, we absolutely are. How is this process going for you right now? Not right now in this moment, because I know right now in this moment you are all melting. I'm literally melting. But you have a cute little sun hat on. Yes, because if if I don't, I will combust. I feel like yeah, I'm gonna combust. What's Those your sunscreen of you who don't game? know me, I, I'm a ghost. Yeah. I look like a ghost. You're, you are of the pale variety, <laughs> but it's a alabaster lovely pale. Oh, that's sweet of you. Yeah. Otherwise known as ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Do you tend to burn in the sun? Oh yeah, I yeah. burn like under fluorescent lighting, I feel like. And some of you might recognize um, Amy's voice from um, Twelfth Night uh, that we did in the conservatory. We also had her on the podcast with um, Dylan yeah, not too long ago. No, yeah, yeah, that's right. How does this compare? Because this is your first Midsummer Flight show outside, I well, think. Yes, well, um, the past several summers I've done outdoor Shakespeare, so, okay. um, but it takes... You know, having done uh, uh, like black box spaces, right. even just regular indoor spaces, being outdoors is shock. It's like it has that shocking value. Like our yes. first run through, um, saying our lines out into empty to the vacuum. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And I'm naturally a loud person, but not you. <laughs> no, never. <laughs> um, but what's what you have to think about is like. Yeah, we have to be specific, obviously, but um, we have to be specific with our words because that, I mean, and like our physicality as well, but we need to emphasize what I like to say, like the gymnastics of yeah, our words. Yeah, I love that. Um, uh, like, I like to think of it as, you know, the, there, there are those actors that like to do the motions with their words, like right. both at the same time. Yes. And... You know, for Shakespeare, it's all in the language. You don't yes. need to act it all out. Absolutely. Um, uh, so I like to think of it as like I'm internally doing the motions, so it's coming out right as clear as possible. Because you have to focus on that voice and yeah. that support. Yeah, and right. we have to emphasize the antithesis even more and stress our verbs. Um, so it's just um, so we don't sound monotone exactly. or just like we're shouting right because there's a lot of competition especially when you guys start to have an audience you know it's not like in uh, black box theater where they're in darkness yep. and you're lit it's like everyone is equally lit yeah there's also a plane that is sharing equal airtime yep. with us on this podcast right now and with you guys on yeah. stage yeah. <laughs> yeah and not saying that you forget about you absolutely don't forget about that technicality in a black box right but when you when you do the text work like you know you know it's there and you have to remind yourself and you still have to hit your verbs and your antithesis um but like out in outdoor shakespeare you have to hit it harder like absolutely it and it's going to sound weirder to you than it will to the audience yeah, yeah. like when you're teaching kids about volume exactly <laughs> like you tell the kids it's going to sound like you're shouting to yourself but it's going to sound normal to your grandmother in the back row <laughs> who's traveled from Texas to come to see you. Yeah. You know, because they, they, they're afraid to be loud. They're afraid to scream. It's like, no, no, If it feels weird, then you're doing it right. That happens at a certain age because I feel like when we're super young, we have no restraints on volume. Mm -hmm. But after no. a while, as we grow up and go to school, we like slowly become quieter and quieter and quieter. It's because, it's because of what we're taught in school. Like, you know, uh, the raising your hand and you yeah. only speak when you're called on or else you'll get in trouble. Right. Um, because when we're younger, we let that go. And it, like, you know, when we're outdoors, like we let it go when we're not around um, um, uh, parental figures yeah. or like those yeah. you, that we, that kids um, have to quote unquote listen to, you yes. know? So then when they're around those figures, it's like 
that that little voice inside of them like oh now i have to turn be it quiet. off right so you have to like retrain yourself to like play freely yeah, yeah yeah and that's the beauty of theater we're getting off on a tangent like no this is lovely. <laughs> i teach kids shakespeare and like it's just reminding them like there's a happy medium between the two with theater like you can yeah. be loud but still like listen yeah that's huge that's it that's the whole thing and you have to train kids to do that right. because they they can only do one at a time until... you have to train adults to do that sometimes uh, exactly. too some adults don't do it at, yeah. <laughs> some adults Absolutely. can't <laughs> man yes. yes some adults that are maybe even the president of our country mm. <laughs> yeah. i don't know what you're talking about at all <laughs> oh, but boy. you guys speaking of text and listening you guys have had meredith um mm -hmm. on staff on staff should i say or with you guys throughout sure. this rehearsal process yeah, both. um what is that what has that been like having a text coach available to you like that oh i don't think you should do shakespeare without a text coach it's so hard yeah yeah. It's so easy to like fall into oh, bad patterns. Absolutely. Like, and I consider myself um, classically trained. Right. And, uh, you know, I can't always call myself out, you know, because yeah. actors are thinking about so many things. They're thinking about um, our blocking and remembering our lines and, like, you know, oh, listening to the other person and, you know, being aware of. Um, everything around us. I think I said that twice. <laughs> That's true though. It's, it's, it's double true. <laughs> well, especially outdoors. Um, so it's really important, I think, to have an outside ear and also somebody who has a different, I'm very opinionated. I, no, not you. No. I'm not. <laughs> uh, so it's good to have somebody be like, Hey, try this. Yeah. Because you know, being, having the knowledge that I do, I, I tend to get stuck like, this is how it should, like, this is how it should be. Yes. Yeah. I, but, I can be the same way. Absolutely. Yeah. Text yeah. coaches um, encourage you, like, try something like this. Uh, try it like this. Just because you need to make sure you, not only do you need to know what you're saying, the audience needs to know what you're saying. And, and actors forget that there's a difference. You right. can't just know what you're saying. You have to be able to communicate. And that's like the third step that I think some uh, Shakespeare companies forget about. Yeah. You know, there's the text work. There's the knowing what you... Uh, what you're saying but there's also like making sure the audience understands it right because you can do all this deep internal work but mm -hmm. if it's all lost on the audience then it's for not yeah, yeah yeah and so not only do you need to listen to your acting partners but you need to listen to yourself i love that listen to yourself yeah listen which to which we don't heart. as actors we don't listen we to don't. ourselves yeah and we don't listen to like how did that sound like if i was sitting in the audience would i understand what i just said yeah, absolutely so that's what i try when I'm uh, doing my work at home, um, I try to focus on, and sometimes it sticks in the show and sometimes it's lost, but right. we, it just, I think if you strive for it, then yeah. that is, that's yes. already huge. As odd as it sounds, I think listening is, is as important outside as it is in a smaller space. I believe that. I believe that 100%. And you're playing Sylvia for us in Two Jets. And how has that been? You know, I am so thankful to be have uh, that Beth has thought outside of the box and casting yeah. um, me in this ingenue role. For those of you who don't know me, I am not. I have never played an ingenue role and I've always wondered what it would be like. I'm always yeah. like, you know, like Melvolio. I, like roles like Malvolio or the quirky best friend or yeah. um, so to be given like a lead ingenue role was really a gift um, but also I'm able to bring myself into the role which yeah, you know I love that um, and and but also discover that happy, giddy, girly side of myself. You know? <laughs> we were talking about that a little bit last show with Lakeisha playing Julia, and she was talking about how that's like totally not what she thinks of as her type. Exactly. But it's like so fun to step yeah. outside that box when you're given the yeah. opportunity. And I'm a very bubbly person yes. in general. But then like when I do Shakespeare, I tend to like be all business and yeah. just like... <laughs> uh, I feel you know, that. And I forget to bring in that you know the not I don't want to say girly side that's not maybe the trip. joy the joy like the giddy, yeah, the giddy the giddiness right and I've been in a relationship for about 10 years now yeah 11 years so I forget what it's like 
I've forgotten what it's like when you first meet somebody. You yeah. Know? So it's just uh, has exploring myself. this sort of like reignited some of that um, giddiness in your actual relationship. Not yet, but I think it will because I'm that. still like in my head sure. right now. You know, going into tech. Yes. You're just like, what is happening? Absolutely. Uh, but you see on that first night when you guys have an audience and you can let some of that stuff oh, go. Oh, I can't you wait. You can just play. That's yeah, going to be magic. Yeah, yeah. So it's, um, it, but it's also been, it, this role is difficult, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I didn't, uh, yeah. Uh, I didn't realize it would be as difficult as it is because the ending is difficult, especially in the Me Too movement. Sure. And this play is incredibly problematic. Yes. And we don't want to, <laughs> play into the fact that women are inferior. So we're trying to make sure that the women, the two women, even though it's called two gentlemen of Verona, mm -hmm. um, and a lot of people say this play is about the gentleman's relationship, but we're trying to make the women's relationship as important as possible without- oh, I love that. We yeah. can't add in lines and we can't add in scenes for Lakeesi and myself. We only have one scene together. Right. Um, but there's a moment at, at the end that the women come together after this awful thing has happened to the both of us. Yeah. And, you know, we make a choice. Uh, and some of the audience is going to understand our choice and some of the audience is not going to understand it. Well, I think that's bold and that's important. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited to see it. So, um, yeah, it'll, it'll be great. But <laughs> it the will be ending great. is, it's, it's a definitely, uh, it's shocking, but also not. For, for us women who have had men obsessed with us. Sure. Uh, uh, you'll be able to see what'll happen. Um, from a mile away. Okay. Um, and for those women who are lucky, who have not experienced that. Right. Uh, or not just women, but those who are lucky enough to not have experienced that, yeah. it will be, it will make, it'll be shocking, but then it'll make sense. I'm being super vague right now. No, but I think that gives everyone <laughs> something to look out for. Yes. I think that's going to be something very cool to see. Some people will be able to spot it a mile away. Yeah, I love it. Because it's happened to them. So. Amy, it's always a pleasure talking to you. Thank me you so too. much for sitting under this tree with me. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I'm going to let you get back to your show. Oh, yeah, I guess I should go act. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Hey guys, I'm here with Stevie Matos out here in Gross Park. I just told her that we weren't allowed to cuss on our podcast, so I was just treated to a stream of profanity. <laughs> so thank you so much for that. You're welcome. So anytime you can just call me and I'll just do it for you. Maybe that should just be my voicemail. I'm not sure. I haven't decided perfect. yet. End of day. I started off um, this recording talking about the oppressive heat and sun that we are all facing. <laughs> How are you doing this show right now? I'm making it. You know, yeah. I'm covered in a layer of bug spray and a layer of sunscreen because don't get cancer, even though my melanin is popping. That's true. That's um, true. I'm doing all right. Uh, that is the myth, though, that people of our coloration don't get sun Burn, problems, or burns, have sun or issues, or anything. That's and not true. Do. I'm mostly here for the. I'm mostly here to not get cancer because um, I've never been sunburned in my life. I don't have to knock on wood because I don't have that problem. Um, so that's great. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I'm making it, you know, trying to beat the heat, pretty much moving with the shade. Yes. But and it's, it is sparse shade, but in Gross Park, there are some pockets there's some that pockets we can grab. There's some pockets of trees, so we, so yeah. we do grab it. And I wonder if we should migrate over to towards under this tree. Which I absolutely love. Which is perfect. There we go. It's That's much tree. better. Like, oh my god, yes. <laughs> Leaps and bounds. Leaps and bounds better. So you are no stranger to doing Midsummer Flight. Uh, mm -hmm. You started off doing Macbeth, I believe. Yes. Um, and we were in this very park for one of our performances for, for a couple sure weekends, actually. Mm -hmm. um, and you were playing a witch. I was. So what is the difference between um, sort of that first time and now you're a veteran returning? Yeah, crazy. It's crazy to go back and think that I'm one of like maybe I think four, five people in our cast mm. that are actual vets. Yeah. Um, uh, and in different ways because I don't think I think a couple of people like didn't do the park stuff. They right. did the garden stuff, which yes. is really cool, or yes. the conservatory stuff. Excuse me. Um, it's great to be back. 
Um, I'm not gonna lie, one of my favorite things about us being back was that we weren't gonna be in Schreiber this year, even though it's closer to my house. Sure. But it's um, that, literally no trees. In this kind of weather, that park is probably the roughest. The hardest. So it's nice like that, that we are in a we more shaded area. And like we like traded Schreiber Park for literally a grove of trees at Chicago Women's Park and Garden. So I'm like <laughs> really, really pleased that we um, are there. Um, it's great to be back. Um, it's also like a big difference because so much has changed because Macbeth was in 2013? Oh man, I think so. That sounds... That sounds about right? Oh man, you put me on the spot It now. was my first summer show. I feel it like it was... 13. I feel like it was 13. That sounds right. Yeah. 13 or 14, I think? Or 14. Maybe? Yeah. God, Wait, watch it, watch it be it's gonna 2015. It's going to be like 15 or crap. It's Fetch is 15. going to yell at me. Fetch is 15. <laughs> It's 15, just so you can edit that in post. In 2015. There you go. Thank you so when much. We did, when we did Macbeth in 2015, so much has changed. The rehearsals have changed, and I really like how they've changed. Yeah. Um, and um, also, like, um, my characters are dynamically different from being a person. Yeah, and who are you playing this summer? I'm playing Lance. Awesome. I'm playing Lance, so we are working with MAST, um, which is, I can't remember what the acronym is, but mm. they are the people who train service and therapy and rescue dogs. Okay. So Lance has a, has a dog named Crab. And you guys are going to have a dog in the show. Yes, and we I have a different this. dog every show, every weekend in every park. And you work with the dog. I will have to work with the dog. So I have been training. This is amazing. Yeah, so I have been training to like learn their commands, their nonverbals and their verbal commands. Yeah. Um, so I will be actually arriving a half an hour earlier than everybody else so I can, because the dogs, since the dogs will be different, they right. have to get used to me as their leader when we're on stage. Gotcha. And so I have to like work with these dogs like before the show, before even actual call. <laughs> um, and then um, they will be my crab, my dog on stage while right. I do like two monologues in a scene. How amazing is that? Yeah, it's really cool. So we worked with them like last week and- um, Are they all different kinds of dogs? Very different dogs. So we're gonna have dogs as small as Pomeranians and then yeah. we're gonna have dogs as big as Great Danes. Wow. I'm actually really excited. I'm super excited. We've got we got like two Labradors and a pit mix like last week and like oh a very, my. very tiny Labrador mix who was a very baby pup pup. And um, I know that I'll be working with those three, but I will be pretty much, they have recruited 32 different dogs. So we have an actual show dog yeah. and we'll have an understudy dog who's done the show before. So right. they know what to expect. But the whole point is for us to like kind of showcase all their dogs that they have. How cool is yeah. that? Yeah. So like technically it's like what, 16 dogs? Cause it's two shows a week, eight weeks. Yeah. yeah so 16 dogs technically, but plus understudy dogs, 32 dogs. I will this be is really with amazing. Of like Twenty something. Dogs. Well, that's something really cool to put on your resume. Yeah, that you, right. You have worked with stage dogs. Stage dogs. I have worked with animals. What's before. the name of the company? Uh, it's it's Mast. It's like Masonic something. Something. Yeah, it's so awesome. super cool. Yeah, yeah, it's super cool. So, yeah. <laughs> you and must be a dog person to be able to do that. Oh my I'd God, be I love horrified. Dogs. So, here's the thing. So, at my callback, <laughs> so at my callback, Beth was like, So, how do you feel about working with dogs? And so, I like, I'm not very tall. I'm only five foot three, right. but I made like this humongous, like, lunge step, like, from the, <laughs> like, from like the audition area to the table. Uh -huh. And I got real close and I got real, like, my, put my voice, like, I, I dropped my voice and I was like, if I can only have one request that none of my dogs are less than 10 pounds. Um, That's amazing. And if you make it in my contract that I cannot steal them, because I will. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to work with dogs all summer. That's awesome. Um, yeah. And you got your wish. And I got my wish. And I really got my wish. I'm um, so happy for you. We were worried for a while, but we got it. We got doggos. And I'm so pleased. Like, I, my my cast like literally when dogs come up I just go ah, I like freak out like I That's have a, a minor tantrum people look at me like is she gonna be okay is I she think, gonna be okay I think she's seizing I'm not sure because she hasn't fallen she's not shaking she won't stop looking at me. Okay. <laughs> I just really like dogs. I've seen people have those reactions to dogs before we never grew up with pets so I was never like an animal person, yeah. so I'm weird. No, you're not. I'm weird. indifferent towards. That's real. Yeah. I, I, my, even though my parents were divorced, my dad had a dog. Yeah. Um, and she was a big dum dum. Her name was Daisy. She was a husky beagle mix. Okay. And um, so she was husky size with a beagle coat. Yeah. And um, she was great. She bar she barked like twice, and <laughs> um, she liked sticking her head in foxholes because lived in North. Uh, she lived in North Carolina. North Carolina. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so she unfortunately passed at like the age of like 13. Oh. Because she was like old. Yeah. So like it's. It's not like, oh my god, I missed her. And she sure. also died when I was like 
19 and I'm 29 oh, okay. now. So. <laughs> so you've had some time to process. Like process it? Yeah. My brother took it worse because like he was like with the dog the whole time. That's a shame. But she was great. So like I'm very much used to dogs. I love dogs. Good. I think they're great. The only reason why I don't have a dog is because I usually don't live in spaces where I can get this dog size that I want. Sure. Uh, Chicago's a little hard for that. Yeah. Like everybody, you, generally most people, unless they like live in a house that they own or somewhere that has enough space or some sort of yard or near a park you usually have like smaller dogs <laughs> and i think that small dogs are rodents oh no, no. Uh oh shots fired for shots any of fired. our small dog I don't, lovers sorry, I don't come for me don't at me i don't like your teacup yorkie don't at me i'm so sorry but i don't care about a chihuahua at all i don't like them so other than the uh, plethora of dogs you'll be dealing with, what else are you looking forward to this summer as you guys are drawing nearer to opening? I'm actually looking forward to, this is actually one of my first comedic Shakespeare roles. Yeah. Um, so I am, yeah, this is actually was going through my, like my resume in my head. This is actually, yes, my first comedic Shakespeare role. That's amazing. That I played, that it's on going to be on my resume. That's so funny because you were like one of the funniest people I've known. That's, which is hilarious. It's like, it's so great because like, I do have like, I, I, I just to toot my own horn here, I do have impeccable comedic timing. You do. I do find myself to be funny and I'm always cast as like murderesses and Shakespeare. What's that all about? I don't know, but I'm super good at killing kings. So, you know. I believe that too. You know, I've played lady and I've played witch number two. All right. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I will, I'll murder you. Hey, there are two sides to every coin. Absolute death. I will murder you so hard and I will laugh while I'm doing it. So I'm actually looking super forward to it because Lance is actually a really hard clown. Yeah. Um, Lance is very prop heavy and Lance is um, like if you were going to Comedia like all of them like he's the clowniest of the clowns right and so um, or they because we have actually switched my pronouns and I am playing a female I um, love Lance, that. but yeah. um, it's like I have to like take my shoes off and I have to have bags all the time while also holding a dog that's like, incredible oh my gosh yes. so this is gonna be a real challenge for you it's gonna be real hard <laughs> it's gonna be real hard I gotta like take my dogs off I could take my shoes off talk to my shoes kiss my shoes drop my shoes hold a dog drop a drop a bag <laughs> tangle up somebody else in a leash cry that's all yes. in one scene I'm looking so forward to oh seeing that. Oh my gosh, that. it's going to be great. It's amazing. It's going to be great. It's well, thank you time. for taking a second to catch up with me. We're all You're looking welcome. forward to seeing you in two gents. You're going to kill it, and I'm excited to see your dogs. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm so excited to see my dogs too. I don't know if they like. I'm so excited. All right, I'll let you get back to rehearsal. Thank you so much. You're welcome. No, is he the lead? I, but please, let's hear. 